scorenorth.com. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Stories of that game and what happened in the clubhouse is just fantastic. There's no game that can bleep you like this one. <laughs> it's Roycey on baseball. Let's go here. Welcome in, Score North Twins show. It's Patrick Royce on baseball. Patrick Royce down the line with Derek Wetmore, Manny Hill back in the studio. Pat's in Fort Myers, Florida. How's she going today, Patrick? Beautiful day here, gorgeous blue. The uh, a few of the uh, media types that had to make the long, arduous journey through the middle of Florida to get to Jupiter, get to go to beautiful Belle Glade and some of those other towns along the uh, route when you cut across. So they're they're over there today. They have one more of those. They go to Port St. Lucie uh, before this spring is over, and that's an even worse trip. So, uh, but they were, they I didn't get here in time, but apparently they had a good uh, BP group uh, this morning. That uh, uh, this, not not too many of the regulars made the trip, as you would guess. Sure. And uh, they had a good BP group today. And man, when I pulled up, there were. 400 people walking out. They uh, they had a big crowd for BP this morning. I don't know what was going on. I did see there were a few veterans that made the bus travel, Pat, but that seems to be even rarer still than 10 years ago. Well, you know what's different about it, gents? Uh, when spring training, uh, even 10 or 12 years ago, you would have 55 people in camp, right? And the first two weeks, those... 30, those 25, 15 of them were those special spring invites. 10 of them were six-year minor league free agents who they signed with the idea they would let them play and, you know, take a look at them in spring training and give them the meal money and everything. And those were the guys you'd see in the 6th, 7th, and 8th, and ninth innings, right? Yeah, sure. Now... Those are the guys you see in the first, second, third, fourth, and fifth inning. <laughs> and then the other 15 are the guys that are they send over from the minor league camp. They, uh, you know, and it's it's that way everywhere. There's, uh, there's, I asked Rocco about it yesterday. There's about 10 guys every day, uh, 8 to 10 guys from the minor league camp, and they basically go over and say, or send over a note, say, give us three infielders, four pitchers, and, uh, and you know, uh, a, an extra catcher and a uh, and an extra outfielder or something, and uh, and so they just send them guys. They, Duraco says once in a while they're asked for a specific player, but generally they just send them over anybody they want to. But uh, it's a weird camp because uh, we haven't seen Nick Gordon yet. He's apparently had some illness, uh, so he's eliminated himself. Uh, we haven't seen Marwin yet. We haven't seen Buxton, of course. Might not see him for another week or ten days, and uh, and just barely have just started seeing uh, Kepler and Polanco. Just started a few days ago. Boy, does he look good! Mm. But uh, it's uh, it's it's uh, we're we're seeing a lot of Jack, whatever his name is, Reimenheimer, Reinheimer, yes, Jack Reinheimer. He, he might lead the team in at bats every really? time I look up. He's entering the end of the game, and I never heard of him, but he's playing. I think he's getting the at bats that Nick Gordon would have gotten. You know, but okay. uh, boy, did that guy eliminate himself from uh, the picture. I thought there was an outside chance he could show them he could play the outfield and. Uh, that he might, uh, you know, get a look as maybe beating out Cave and uh, Wade, but uh, 
I don't know. His this I really thought this was an important spring for him with the twins and uh it's uh he's been hurt so often and sick and all this stuff. I don't think he's I don't think he's long for this organization. Okay. Pat, no one's seen more twin spring trainings than you, my friend. Uh, not even the great man. Uh, Sid no, Hartman. I just I have passed him at least officially we give him credit for 44. This is 46 for me. So. Impressive as it is, I want to ask you, like in 2020, I have not covered that many spring trainings, but it strikes me that this one for the Twins, it's almost perfunctory. Do you know what I mean? That the, the pitchers are going to get up to their pitch counts, but Marwin's not going to have to make this team on the strength of any at-bats. Is, is this unusual even by uh, modern standards? Well, it's certainly become that way more and more. Uh that you're not making decisions, and you know I, I mentioned this last week. Go back to Buon Ho Park. Did yeah. everything possible to make the team and didn't make the team because uh, they they had uh, metrics that told them he couldn't you know couldn't get around on big league fastballs. So uh, uh, that's you know that's they they make many fewer decisions, non pitching decisions. There's there's about. Now with now with thirteen pitchers and you're starting the season with thirteen, I'd say, what do you think, Derek? There's at least two that still have been to be made, right? There's sure. At least two or three. Yeah, handful to be made. Uh, you know, now everybody thinks because they gave this Whistler money that they'll keep him, but I I don't think that's a given. But they got about six relievers, you know, are going to be on the team. Right. Uh, Clippard and Romo being two of them. So there's about two jobs that are going to be determined there. But position-wise, the only one is, can you figure out a way to keep Ostadio, and, uh, which I don't think they can, and a Cave or Wade, and it's probably Cave because of seniority. But, uh, you know, I, I think Lamont Wade's a better player myself. Uh, but that's, a, that's about the only thing they're looking at. Now, that health is figuring in this because... The fact that Gonzalez hasn't been healthy means he can't be your fourth outfielder means that Ostadio can't make the team, I don't think. You know, you'd think they'd have the guts to keep him as the second catcher and not Avila? Oh, no. Oh, no, I don't think no. I don't think so either. Yeah. Avila hasn't showed anything. But, uh, you know, you need a you know, left hand. They didn't give him $4 million for no reason, right? Yeah, didn't that's, not, that's not a spring like? invite. Uh, no, four two no, five or something that's, like that. That's yeah. not no, and he's a he seems like a really good dude. Uh, he just he hadn't done anything yet, but uh, that's they're not really swinging the bats uh, very well at all uh, so far this spring. Yesterday the wind was howling and uh, up in um, where the heck were we? Port Charlotte, and uh, a lot of home runs flying out. Now Royce Lewis really hit his, but. Uh, Few of them were uh, sort of wind blowing the left out there, which I guess happens a lot in that ballpark. So, Pat, the thing I keep going back to, going back to the to the outfield situation with Cave and Lamont Wade, is if the regular incumbent center fielder, yes. if he has to go on the disabled list, I still like if to he's call not, the call the disabled not ready list. to go at the start of the season. I still I still think that's a thirty percent possibility. Yeah, he's not ready to start the season. So are they? Is is your best get that is your best guess that they're going to go with Kepler in center, or they, would they go with Cave in center at that point? Yeah, I think they'll start with, start with Cave. They probably keep both Wade and Cave under that circumstance, and uh, even though they're both left-handed hitters, and uh, 
and play. Uh, I we asked him yesterday if he thought Wade could play center field, and guess what Rocco said. <laughs> <laughs> Rocco, could you say something nice about one yeah, of your players? Yeah, real no, quick? no. We we said, is he? You know, he hasn't played that much center field. Can he play center field? The big league, he can play all three positions. Yeah, he's of course. Zero, I think you know. So, I mean, you ask the question because you have to get it on record, even right. though you yeah. know what the answer right. is. Right. You know, it'd be funny to go the other. You way, could just Pat. hand him a sheet of paper and say, uh, would you just uh, put your X here to approve? Does this confirm? This is the quote. Could you just confirm this quote that we know you're going to give us? Uh, it's funny, up. though. Yesterday, before we interviewed him yesterday, yeah. he took his traditional jo- uh, jog that he used to take, his traditional run that he took when he was with Tampa all those years, through the jungle, basically, hurtling snakes and alligators and everything. To, you <laughs> wow. know, and he came back sweating and uh, and uh, and feeling great. Uh, you don't... Uh, He's uh, still young enough to uh, be one of those active managers. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. He had Derek. We've talked about this. He's he's looser this spring, but the the quotes aren't any better. But the uh, but the uh, but he's looser, don't you think? Yeah, he's, uh, I, yeah. That's he's fair. he's not he's not defensive. Uh, he's not. Uh, apprehensive as to what he's going to be asked. I That's right. Uh, guarantee that in the course of his interview a year ago, uh, more than a year ago now, the media was brought up because it's a significant part of a manager's job. But I will say that I don't think that uh, the Twins fell in love with Rocco, the managerial candidate, because of the, the juice that he would give us every day. No, although... Uh... I've said it a hundred times. His opening press conference was great. And yes. I thought, oh, this guy's going to be terrific. He never gave us In, a good quote the rest of the year. Including but, uh, taking a swipe at you, Pat. He yeah, which you. was uh, fantastic. Yeah. I loved it, of course. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to see how he'd react to a question that wasn't really a question. Sure. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, he reacted in fine fashion. There's yes. No, no, but he, I, I like him. He's a good guy. Yeah, and, same. Uh, I, I give him a hard time for the uh, the sort of non-colorful answers. But if you're the twins, what do you care what he gives us? You know? know. Just but have it's a couple of ways. Like We're about what? About the, they better start swinging the bats. But uh, Three weeks, right? We got about three days, and then we can break out the, the twins miss James Rousen column. Can't we hear <laughs> <laughs> Let's get you know why did the cheap polats let James Rousen leave? That's uh, we we got that one coming up. I got a that. jump start on that. I wrote uh, why did the Twins let James Rousen leave the day he was hired <laughs> <laughs> at uh, at Miami? Yeah, I still can't figure that one out. That, that to me, you can talk about. Oh, he's the bench coach. Yes, hitting coach is more important than bench coach. I got news for you. Yeah. Well, what uh, about offensive coordinator? Yeah, well, that too. Yeah. Okay. It is uh, so. Now here's the question: Yes, sir. Are we going to start blaming offensive coordinators in baseball for feeble offense, like we do in football? Oh, better believe because, it. Because in football, I still say it was the greatest head coaching invention ever. So when some guy in about 1960, I think it was Allie Sherman with the Giants, decided to. Name offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators. Before that, guys were coaches, you know. You got to know who to blame. He named them, well, because you, the first thing, if your offense stinks, we get to fire the offensive coordinator, and then we give the new offensive coordinator a year 
And then you might get a couple more years if the defensive coordinator stinks and you can replace him. You can get about three extra years by having <laughs> coordinators, don't you think? Well, my my thing, too, is how are people going to express their 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 anger towards the offensive coordinator in baseball on social media now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, because with football, Pat, it's always, well, the play calling, the play calling the play is terrible. Calling, yeah, right. So yes. so for baseball, Why? is it going to be the, the sign giving? The sign giving's been terrible. Yes. These and, better, uh, we need, they need to be giving better signs. Or, you know, we might be saying that, uh, well, if the uh, Dodgers had a better offensive coordinator, he would have known the Astros were still a defensive <laughs> coordinator. If he had a better defensive coordinator, they would have known that they were stealing those signs and we would have won the game. Espionage so. coordinator. Yes, I like yes, the sounds right. of that. Uh, hey, pa- Pat, I see the- that fraud Ken Giles wants to get some wonderful PR, so oh, he's going to give see. back his World Series what, ring. What did he say? Oh, wow. He said he's, he's tempted to give back his World Series ring because he's haunted by this, uh, by the fact they were cheating. Oh, man. Well, it would, oh. it would strike me to be... Boy, he wasn't very attentive, was he? <laughs> I want a guy that's more attentive than that. I guess he can say he was out in the bullpen, but anyway. Sure, yeah, geez. Uh, uh, almost. Get, twin. He'll get a standing ovation every time he comes into the game, even in the opposing ballpark. So. Mm, gotta love it. Mm-hmm. Hey, you mentioned in passing there, uh, Royce Lewis homered yesterday in Port Charlotte, and you mentioned there's some wind going, but what have you thought of Royce this spring and just sort of his overall outlook looking into 2020? Well, uh, he needs a, a 280 year, don't you think? 270, 280. He's got to, uh, it, they'll, they'll put him back in Pensacola, I would guess. And uh, he, he didn't hit for about three months there the last summer. And uh, I, he doesn't have a world-class swing, you know. He's got, a, he's got a decent swing, and I think he's a great kid and a smart kid, and uh, he'll figure it out. But... Uh, you know he's uh, he's gonna have to uh, do a lot of it with his glove and his legs. I I'm not sure he's gonna be a great hitter. Oh, is his glove, Pat? That's good. You know I I like him. And uh, yesterday was interesting though. He hit that home run, and uh, and he he was out of the box. Took a quick peek. You knew it was gone. And then ran with his head down all the way around the bases until he got to home. He, he ain't going to get plunked for hot dogging it, I'll tell you that. Yeah. He, he had his head down 15 feet out of the box and ran around the bases and then did the uh, point to the heaven when he got to the plate. But mm. uh, that was it. He does seem like a great kid. In fact, uh, I uh, only heard half of the conversation as he was talking to a nearly 100-year-old sportscaster on a Sunday morning radio show, and he seemed extremely patient. <laughs> As, uh, so uh, that's uh, I was standing a few feet away, and uh, and I looked at somebody and said, "Sid," and he said, "Yes." <laughs> and Royce just a smiled head shake when he gave the phone back, and then uh, walked in. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I like. I tell you though, the the the. Uh, the the phenom that's uh, really looking good is Larnick. That right? Really? He looks like he could hit in the big leagues, man. He's, uh, I, I you know I love Kirloff. I love the swing, but I think this guy might be ahead of him already. Wow. He's he's wow. on the fast track. So I I would think they're going to have to start both those kids in AAA, aren't they? Let's not let's AAA. They got to stop turning triple a into this six-year free agent graveyard and start 
you know, letting, you know, finding out if Kirilov and Larnick are ready to take the next step. Get them up there and have them play the corners, and let's go. Let's uh, let's see it here. And uh, instead of have them both start off at Pensacola or something, I would. Uh, now, one reason you might is because of weather. You know, you got to pick better right. chance to play games down here but uh i i think uh you know rooker's uh rooker's expendable if there's a trade to be made i think because he's really falling behind those two guys well in 25 so, college bat uh it kind of depends on the opening i guess as to which one of those three guys four guys really we we'd see first at target field i don't think rooker's going to be seen Okay. Uh, I, I mean, I would, I would. Now he might go. So he was tearing it up early last year, but uh, I, I think Larnick and Kirilov are your two guys, and Royce is. Uh, I don't think they'll let Royce out of Double uh, A until later in the summer. He'll have to. He'll have to be doing really well to make it to Rochester this year, don't you think? Well, let him play in the he's Southern League All Star game if he makes it. And yeah, he's yeah. only twenty years old. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's it's not like. Uh, it's not like anyone's disappointed in him, that's for sure. Hey, Pat, I was kind of curious about the on-the-ground story here because we read over the weekend that Lewis Thorpe is back in Twins camp after about, that was like a week or so that he was away in sort of... Nine days, I think. Yeah, yeah sort of mysterious circumstances. They what can you tell us about this? anything. Well, like, I can't say anything about it. I have my suspicions, but I probably shouldn't okay. uh, offer those. But... Uh, uh, Rocco was uh, the closest we got to be candid as uh, Rocco basically saying uh, he's trying to he's, he's got he's got his life where he's 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 on track to get his life where he wants it to be. Okay. Uh but uh and it's a personal reason but his family apparently his parents flew in from Australia to help address this situation. Okay. But it sounds like no hard feelings from the twin side of things. They well, said, "Hey, go." Well, no, the twins, I think, told him to go wherever he was going to go. Sure. Okay. I, I think the twins were, this was more of, uh, this was more from the twins, I think, than from him. Okay. I, I, you know, did you talk to him at all this spring? Yeah, just a little bit, and also Twins Fest. He did not look healthy to me. Hmm. He did not look healthy. He looked gaunt in the face and a uh, little, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I Let's just say I talked to him once, and when I heard that he was leaving camp, I wasn't surprised. Okay. All right. And the other thing is he did, uh, I haven't seen it, but he apparently one night about four or five nights ago, he went on a 2 a.m. Twitter thing about people don't understand, blah, blah, blah. Some, okay. some I wouldn't call it a rant, but some... You know, and then I think it got taken off his account, or he shut. I guess he shut down his Twitter account completely. because oh. I, he, there must have been some. He must have received some crit- criticism on okay. Twitter about, you know, well, what the hell? Why aren't you in camp? And why aren't you trying to win the jab? Whatever. Sure, sure. But uh, I, I hope he. I remember, uh, you know, watching him when he first came back from Tommy John. Throwing from five, I was down here in January, throwing from five feet in front of the mound the first time he'd thrown, you know, uh, it wasn't really flat ground, but it was on the rise of the mound. And 
and he was just starting back, and man, what a delivery he had then. I thought, man, and the ball just popped. And I thought, well, remember, hell, when he was 20, they were talking about bringing him to the big leagues. Yes. And uh, they they loved him. And then, of course, he got hurt, and uh, the Tommy John, and then, uh, and uh, he's Tommy John, right? I know yeah, he's he had, had that surgery. Yeah, ago. and he hasn't pitched much. Uh, one of his, he never goes home, you know. He basically is a Fort Myers resident, and... Uh, and has lived here, and not in the dorm, I don't think. He's lived off, off. Uh, he might have lived in the dorm for a year when he was first rehabbing, but he lives out amongst them here in Fort Myers. And and uh, I don't know, I think he's he's got a, developed a lot of, he's like a Fort Myers guy because he's been here forever. Sure, right? yeah. I mean, he finally went to Rochester last year. but uh, And he is back on Twitter, by the way. Oh, he did come back? Yes. Does he come back healthy? Uh, what's he saying on Twitter? He's, he's, uh, he looks like, uh, just going through his timeline, it looks like he's just been retweeting a lot of other people that have been tweeting about him. Offering him uh, uh, best wishes and stuff like that? Or his, his last tweet uh, reads, feels good to be back. That was, looks like okay. yesterday, okay. yesterday morning. So Yeah, well, good luck to him. Uh, yeah. But uh, as I say, I have my suspicions and... There were rumors three years ago, and that uh, the minor leagues kind of addressed apparently. Sure, and but you know. All right. Well, we score north. We aren't as successful as we've been. We aren't successful enough to survive a lawsuit. So we, uh, I'm not going right. to We are. Uh, we are not above reckless speculation when it comes to <laughs> trades and things like yes, that. Yes, that's right. But more important matters. Uh, we have the class to. Yes. To walk past that, hey, but I wouldn't call it class. I was just saying. <laughs> I was we, trying uh, to give you credit. I was just saying we 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 got the fright to uh, not do it. We got the we got the fright to. I do that, think, Pat. Uh, I think it's passed him by though. I think he's really uh, down the list now, as far as sure. they talk about him. I mean, they were said, "Was he still a candidate for being the fifth starter?" Ooh. And uh, Rocco uh, basically dismissed that in his usual kind manner. Yes, but, uh, yes. He's got to. Uh, He's got to make sure that everything's on track like he hopes it is. Good. Well, like that, and I will it. say that I'm going to do some column this spring about we talk a lot about the who are the five guys in the rotation on March 26 and who are the 13 arms in the staff. Well, I'm going to try to come up with all 30 pitchers who will throw an inning for the <laughs> yeah. Twins yeah. in 2020. I've been threatening uh, to do that column for a couple weeks our, now. Uh, our Shishing uh, 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 Jolice love affair. Jolice love affair came. Uh, uh, he wasn't. He did, let's say he wasn't as good yesterday as he was the uh, first time out. He was not throwing strikes and uh, getting himself in trouble. Now I, I think the home run was fairly well lit, wind blowing, but uh, uh, that was uh, my Ada. However, uh, Rooker dropped a fly ball. Then they hit a chopper to first and. Miguel picked it up, and for some reason Garber was running towards first base and uh, from behind the plate, and it was uh, it was a, a total mess that any. So I don't know if it made it Maeda through the ball good or not. Okay, well you've seen uh, so Maeda makes the team whether he throws well oh, or not, God, but uh, he'll be fine. He'll uh, be fine. Chasin's got to earn a spot though. You've seen him a couple yes. times. You think he makes yeah. the club? Yeah. I think he had a chance to be the fifth, but he's got to make it. He's, you know, that's one of the things. Because, uh, you know, our guy Randy Dobnik, he just goes out there and gets him out. Boom, boom, boom. Throws it over. Ground balls. Let's go. Let's get the hell out of here. Yeah. And Smeltzer's been good, too. And, uh, you know, they're, uh, 
you know, Shishin, uh, Shiking, Shiching is what I like to call him. Oh, that's pretty good. Uh, like money, but uh, he's uh, he's got to make the team. I think it's not a lot of money. What one point six or something? They could. It's it's an, it's low enough, yeah, Pat, that they could just walk away from it if they decide. And he might have a deal where he agrees to go to AAA. I doubt if he'd get claimed if they put him on waivers. So. Yeah, we'll see. And, well, they don't have to put him on waivers because no, he's not on the 40-man. Right, so. he would just be out of a job, basically. You might be able to, to answer this question. Does Jake Cave have an option? I think he does have a minor league option, yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. I'm a big Lamont Wade man. God, I'd love to see him make the team over Jake. I'd rather have a guy get a walk with one out in the eighth than strike out. Yeah, it's fascinating. You know, you know. Cave's probably got more power. Oh, but... Cave's got a chance to hit a home run, but that's going to happen once a month, right? <laughs> well, I mean, no, <laughs> I mean, don't a, need help I, what that. I'm talking about the guy that comes up in the eighth inning. Yes. Yeah. And you need something to happen to get something started. Uh, I just think, you know, Wade, Wade. You know, if if Buxton's taking a day off, Wade can lead off for you if you want him to. Put it you this know? way: this lineup might use; they might need more Luis Arise, and they're pretty well set on Miguel Sano's. Yes, yeah, that that's sense. true. That's what I'm saying. As in Lamont Wade, will you know, he's no matter if he hits 250, he'll have a 380 on base percentage. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday he came up five pitches. See you later. He's going to first base. Sure, you know. I like him a lot. I think he's a great kid, too. Well, let's talk about Buxton when we come back, Pat. We're going to have to take a break here. Uh, Score North Twin Show, Roycey on Baseball. But I want to ask you about Byron Buxton. Yeah, that's next on the Score North Twin Show, Roycey on Baseball. Patrick Roycey, Derek Wetmore, and Manny Hill. With- Welcome back, Score North Twin Show, Roycey on Baseball. He's Pat Roycey, Derek Wetmore, Manny Hill hanging out in the studio. Pat, we were talking. Hey, I'm going to forget this. Before yes. you start about Buxton, i got to tell you. Yes, one of the great tragedies in Twins history is letting that Nick Anderson go. Oh, yeah. The pitcher, because I went reliever. and talked to him yesterday. What a beauty he is. Aces, yeah. Brainerd boy, a character of the first magnitude. Loose as hell. Had no idea who I was. Had no idea who Sid Hartman is. <laughs> but he knows Mike Bialka, the Brainerd dispatch guy, like he's his best friend. So. <laughs> nice. Well, no, and. Who's retired, but what a character. I mean, he just loose as hell. Yeah. Also, he's not buying into his own success. He's he's just as uh, steady as she comes. I yeah. said so. Uh, did you? Because you know he had some issues with the whiskey. You know he had a DWI, and then he got in a fight with a guy and hit him with a bat, and uh, that's why he ended up leaving St. Cloud State and going to Mayville. And and I said so. Did you quit drinking then? He said no. He said I said he says I just don't drink to, like silly. So I said. So you got your bleep together, I said. And he said, yeah, I, yeah, that's right. I got my bleep together. You know? <laughs> but he wasn't offended that I said that to him. You know, he's, He is. God, he's fun. He's great. And one of the best relievers in baseball. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was. Uh, it's still a very odd decision. That, and it's something about since they didn't put him on the 40-man to bring him up in September, they didn't think they were going to. Yeah, I, I don't know what it was. It was really weird. They they, did they just let him go or make some little trade for him? I can't remember, Pat. I think they made some little trade, didn't they? Yeah. I don't Rays. know. And I he went to the – before he went well, to he the Oh, he went Rays. to Marlins. Yeah, yeah it was in Miami. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. So the Marlins actually are the ones that gave him up to the Rays, but when the yeah. Twins let him go, he wasn't – I mean, he wasn't this guy, obviously. You don't let no, that walk No, but his numbers door. were great. Mm. You know, his minor league numbers for the Twins in 18 were terrific, so mm. – 
But he, you know, he throws 98. I said to mm-hmm. Cash before the game, I said, uh, are you going to use him late? Are you going to use him in the middle? Or where, where are you going to use him? He says, what do you mean? I said, well, is he going to close or what? He said, we'll use him when it's most important. How's that? He said, <laughs> I said, that's, that's very good. I said, that's fine. Yeah. I think you explained it, sir. We uh, got a chance to talk to Nick on the Score North Twin Show earlier this winter. So if listeners are interested, they can go find that on the podcast feed. He was uh, he was a lot of fun. I think we sat down with him for like an hour. And, uh, yeah. boy, just... Doogie had him on, too. Yeah. Doogie was filling in on Score North Live mm-hmm. back in, oh, yeah, uh, back in the fall. And, and Doogie just, had him. He got, is he another Billy Milas discovery? I think he is, isn't he? He's is that right? Indie League Billy Milas guy, I think. I got to text Billy and Crosby see Crosby native, I think, if I have... No, no. Born in Crosby, but he's a Brainerd guy. Okay. He, says, he says, everybody in Brainerd gets mad at me because every time I pitch, they say I'm from Crosby. He says, <laughs> we got, he says I, got born, I was born in the Crosby Hospital, but I'm from Brainerd. You know? okay. That's like Dana Kicker. You know, Dana Kicker, every, everybody thought it was funny because he, they'd always say, he's from Sleepy Eye, Minnesota. Well, he's from Fairfax. He was born in the Sleepy Eye Hospital, and the Fairfax people get irate that their one minor, well, their one major leaguer is always credited with being from Sleepy Eye. All right, we'll set the record straight. Brainerd guy, Nick Anderson, the is Brainerd, a beauty. Yes, the Brainerd guy. Yep. He really was a beauty with us. Um, oh, he's a good guy. He, Jeez, he's a good guy. The Twins are going to have a pretty good bullpen here, Pat. Maybe that's a maybe that's a future show, but they, uh, boy. Every bullpen in baseball could use a guy like that, even if the Twins are going to be good. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Well, another guy who can throw 98 and get everybody out. Yeah, that'd be helpful. <laughs> yeah, you so. take that. Uh, hey, so I want to get and us back. Make, and, by the way, making no money yet. That's no. another thing. And it'll be a while, too, with yeah. those guys who just come up. Hey, uh, lad, uh, one more thing about him. He, he pitched two years for Rockford in the uh, Frontier League, not even the good independent league, right? Okay. And then whoever was standing next to him, I got to look it up. Said he said something about Rockford, and the guy next to him says that I, he's also out of the independent league. And he says that is a bleep hole, Rockford. <laughs> and then and then in the next year, he pitched for a traveling team in the same league. They never played any home games. Wow, jeez. <laughs> so and that's he got signed out of there. Winding road to the big leagues. Yes. Anyway. Uh, uh, Buxton. I don't know what the hell's going on with him, but uh, he's not. Uh, he's got a little grumpy this spring, don't you think? In what way? I mean, I don't know. I think he's. Uh, he told somebody. He says, "I'm not playing till I'm 100." percent So okay. I don't know what. I I don't know what the deal is, but he's. Uh, you know, but whether he's. Still mad at the Twins from two years ago or not, it doesn't really make any difference because what he has to do is play 135 games else yeah. he's only hurting himself. If he goes out and has another 100-game season, guess what? You know, he's uh, he's he's going to be, what, 27 years old and still hadn't had a real season in the big league. So. Well, and not to mention a real paycheck. Yeah, that's true. That's, that they, It's a really tough to – now, these guys don't give out contracts during the middle of a season – but uh, you, nobody can blame them for not, you know, ponying up, giving him the Snow contract or something, you know, giving him four thirty for, you know, thirty million for four years because you don't know if he's going to play or not. 
Yeah, I mean, I think I'd still race to the window with that, but you can see the risk involved because it's it's apparent every single year. Mm-hmm. Um, they that's... do seem to be slow cooking in Pat. Do you think that's intentional? Well, they don't have a center. You know, they don't have a center fielder on the way. I don't think they. You know, they got corner outfielders. They don't know what to do with, but they don't have a center fielder on the way. So, I I don't think. You know, I think if if they were if they were more certain about him, they'd be offering him money. Uh, but I I don't think they're that certain. They want to see him play, and it's not. I don't think it's banging into fences and stuff. It's 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 migraines and fouling ball you know just just these mishaps that happen to him how can he keep from running into huh that found the ball off your foot and breaking your toe yeah yeah that kind of goofy stuff uh he just gotta he just gotta play and i'm sure they're giving a week a game off a week but uh uh you know all they need is what he was last year for 82 games for 140, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. he's a star. That's all they need right there. They can, they'll take that, and everybody will be happy. Yeah, and as I said, you can uh, you can miss two weeks and still play 140 games in the big leagues. It's just a little awkward if they're the first two weeks. I keep seeing these projected lineups that have Rosario hitting eighth. Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want Eddie to pout? And 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 it had him eighth and have him swinging at everything that's within twelve feet of the batter's box. <laughs> He's you got to get Eddie and show him proper respect, right? And say, Eddie, we need you to take a good at bat right here behind between Cruz and Sano. Okay, Eddie, come on. You mm. cannot bat Eddie eighth. You'd have to be morons to do that. I've seen Rosario 8th and Buxton ninth. If you do that, you're playing with danger, man. If you want to split up the righties, uh, Cruz, Sano, Donaldson, because of the, the pitcher thing, right? You, you do you're going to split them up. Yeah, they're going to – the four-hitter will be uh, – uh, How about Kessler? Yeah, well, that's a possibility, too. Uh Lavelle is all in on. Uh, he's getting indications. I haven't you know, that Arise is going to be the leadoff guy, but I'd still bat him ninth behind. I'd have Buxton hitting eighth and Rise hitting ninth, and then go around to the top and have. I'd have Polanco hitting first and Kepler hitting fourth and Eddie hitting sixth. Okay, I think he can put Eddie at sixth and not offend him too much. And if he's hot, bat him fourth and let yeah. Kepler hit six or something. But a lot of people think, well, okay, they scored a thousand they scored eleven hundred runs last year with Kepler hitting first. Maybe you don't <laughs> want to change things. So I don't know what I, they're gonna do. And I kinda like the idea of a rise up there just working a walk, you know, four hundred on base. It's like Joe Maurer up there. <laughs> yes, but uh, I, I just think you got you got Bigger impact guys, you could bet first either sure. Blanco or Kepler. So. Mitch Garver too, probably in that mix. Went, yeah, once in a while. Yeah, that's you got him too. That you got to figure that out too. If where's he going to bat? Uh, would but, Nelly, uh, would Nelson Cruz still hit third then? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't have. To, I don't think they're going to mess with that one. No. You, you, you know. <laughs> Just, no. Hey man. By the way, he's swinging a bat better than anybody that of the regulars. Is that right? He's, yeah, he he comes up and hits a home run every once in a while and. He looks like he's in uh, damn damn fine shape, too. Learned last year, Pat, he doesn't need a long runway in spring training. Nope. He <laughs> plays about every second, third day. I can guarantee he wasn't on that bust of Jupiter. 
Although it could have been a good napping opportunity. That's true. Might, maybe he is. Maybe he laid out in the back there on the back seat. Where's Nelly? Oh, yeah, he's, he's in the back across. taking a nap. He's, in the back. <laughs> he's not going to get out and play the game. He just went for the nap. <laughs> yeah, could be. Could be. I think if he's going uh, from coast to coast in Florida, he's flying private. He must have brought in some food yesterday because I saw some, or the day before, I saw some of the young Latin guys eating some serious-looking Latino food that didn't look like what you get at the Taco Bell. Okay. <laughs> you, uh, Pat, I read a column from you this weekend that really caught my eye because uh, he's a guy that didn't get talked about a whole lot, but A. Ray Adrianza uh, is really one of the – Interesting holdovers. We talk about how this team yeah, got veteran yeah, seniority wise. That's he, right. I think I looked it up. He's like seventh or something. Wow. <laughs> yeah. As I mean, started his career sort of as an extra player for the Twins, but now you can pretty much write him in pen for that opening day lineup. Uh well, he'll you know he won't be in the opening day lineup unless somebody's hurt. I mean the opening day twenty six. I mean, open. Oh yeah, he's yeah. on the team. I mean they gave him a what they gave him a nice contract, right? Didn't he? Isn't he? He's making something. He's making decent money. But when they, you know, I went back and I, Derek went through the uh, email exchange for me when they to see what they said about him, and they just wanted somebody. He's somebody who could field. They wanted a middle. They thought a middle infielder who could catch the ball was more important than Pat Light being in the bullpen. <laughs> so they took Pat Light off, and they they brought him in. And you know, you thought, okay. He might be a guy who was around for a year, but those kind of the Pedro Florimans of the world that it looked like they were signing another Pedro Florimon, and uh, he's turned out to be a a nice player. Man, he's a stronger guy than uh, you know than you, you think. Uh, you've seen him, uh, you know, yeah, Derek in the big locker dude. room. He's kind of big around the shoulders, you know. He's uh, and he says he put on twenty. He works out. He's got some guy over there in Miami, and he's. All those Venezuelan guys live in Miami now. None of them really. Uh, Ostadio is the only guy that still goes home and plays baseball. Looks like he's slated to make one point six million yeah, this year, which is nice for him. But he's yeah. got a. Apparently, he's got a seven-year-old girl daughter, who we're going to see on uh, Dancing with the Stars or something oh. like. Really, <laughs> I. Dustin Morris was telling me the Instagrams of this kid hip hopping and dancing and. She's a da- she's in dance and uh, it's like consumes his wife's life. He said, and uh, oh wow, <laughs> and she's fantastic. I guess that's so, great. Well, anyway. you'd uh, walk up and shake Adrian's hand, and uh, the the shoulders and the arms and the chest. You wouldn't think, hey, he's a slick fielding shortstop, but that's kind of what he is. Yeah, and what is funny is uh, they they like playing him over at first base now. He's uh, yeah. he might be uh, option A there instead of Marwin, you know, as a, as the backup to Miguel. You know, they, sure. they, they play him over there, and uh, he hasn't played much second because uh, Scope they had both Scope and Arise last year, but he'll he I would presume will be the main backup uh, to Arise at second base too. Where do you think where do you think Marwin will play the most at? You know, obviously they're going to move him around, but where where do you think he'll play the most at? Maybe third and uh behind Donaldson and then uh I think they feel like that's his best fielding position and a corner outfielder, you know, he'll be he'll play I don't think Kepler will take many days off, but maybe Eddie they'll uh, let him play against lefties because uh, sometimes if Eddie's in one of his funks. Uh, and I guess first, too, right? I, I wonder if he'll get as many at-bats as he did last year. I think it might be harder now that Arise is, uh, is uh, I mean, they are so 
They are so, I, I don't know if excited is the word. What, what would you say, uh, Derek, content with the rise? They really think he's a player. Yeah, and, I uh, think I I was assuming they'd guard against some step back after you know a sensational rookie yeah. season, but nobody seems to be uh, no. easing off the gas of their expectations. Such always tells the story about how uh, Casey Stingles, uh, Yogi Berra was his guy, and so he started playing him and left, and when he didn't have him catching and stuff, and 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 Yogi Berra and Casey Stingles' great quote was. I never want to play a game without my man, and Yogi was his man. And uh, I, I get the, uh, I think Arise is Rocco's man. They want him in there, Hunter. I, I bet he plays 140 games easy, maybe yeah, well, more. Wow. Yeah, they love him. They love him. I'm good with that because I love watching him hit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's entertaining. Uh, man, is he? Uh, he's professional and everything. He's. He's not a screw-off in the clubhouse like uh, Austin Eons. He, he loves to observe the screwing off, but I, I, I don't I don't see him involved in the hijinks. Do you, uh, Derek? Quiet guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a quiet guy. Yeah. yeah. But sort of more in the Jorge Polanco mold where he's happy to be there and be a part of it, be around it, but he's not going to be the one uh, whipping towels, so to speak. He's been, uh, he is much more uh, relaxed this year and trying real hard. Not that this means anything, but... Because he wanted to do it, he is uh, conducting his uh, interviews in English now. But for oh, the Jorge most, is? For the most part, yeah. Now, once in a while, uh, Elva, the great Elvis uh, Martinez will have to properly give him the question because sometimes you throw the fast questions at him. But he's been answering all his when, – when there's no Hispanic guys around, he's been answering his questions in English. Apparently, he spent a lot of time working on it, so – so Marwin, I just looked up Marwin's numbers from last year. He played 114 games. Wow. 463 plate appearances. So, yeah. And he did have a stint on the yeah. on the injured list. Yeah. For well, so he bit, was, but. you know, he was, you know. So if he was on a DL once, that means he was on pace to play 125 games. He's so just yeah. about a regular. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to be able to give him that much time this year. Oh, I, I don't know. You know, I look at it. I think Donaldson it was the, has kind of changed the narrative a little bit. That's right. Know? 2018 Astros, I believe it was. So Marwin's last year there. Carlos Correa missed some time at shortstop, yeah. and Jose Altuve missed some time. He was the primary fill-in in both yeah. cases. He played 145 games in 2018. I kind of think that's Marwin for this team. Is like he's an as-needed sort of player more yeah. than. Oh, uh, I, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, than 150 games. He's he's not going to get that without an injury. I don't think. Well, if, you know, the word was if he was fully healthy, he was going to be the fourth outfield, and that uh, Ostini would make the team, and that uh, they wouldn't have the the pure outfielder, which means. Either Kepler or Rosario would have to play. If Buxton played 140, they'd each have to play, or 135, they'd each have to play a dozen games in center field. Sure. And but I, I don't think it's going to work that way. So what is it? Marwin missed uh, Twins Fest. I guess it was knee rehab, some knee procedure or something? Is, yes. Is this Marwin's, what's uh, Marwin's uh, ever since his uh, opening day 12-minute apology, he's been very low-key. I haven't seen anybody doing any interviews with him. So Okay. Uh, and I would... I'm, we'll be talking to him again when he plays. He's supposed to play in the next few days. So it's tough for me for me to read from the Twin Cities, Pat. But I just get the sense that yeah, there's some guys dealing with injuries. But Rocco's philosophy is just 
I don't need you on February 28th. I need you on yeah. March 26th. If Rocco had his way, it'd be like the NFL. He'd have four exhibition games. <laughs> <laughs> and two of them uh, wouldn't matter. <laughs> no. I think his enthusiasm for getting on that, getting in a car and driving to, I think he probably drove it with somebody today, to Jupiter was, uh, it couldn't be lower sure. than that. <laughs> I think, you know how Rocco could be hired away from the Twins? Somebody who has spring training in Arizona, <laughs> where the bus rides are not like, uh, and we've talked about this before. How would you like to be poor Gardy? Oh man, oh, they're, they're going to they're going to the Dominican. When's that game? Sunday, Saturday. Coming up here, yeah. Saturday, flying to the Dominican might be one of their shortest trips. Lakeland for the Tigers, you know. I mean, once uh, now that the Braves are gone, there's nobody there. The closest team is Tampa, you know, the Yankees, but the traffic is a nightmare getting there. So they they don't have any trip that's less than hour fifteen or something. Wow, and that's, that's mm. uh, they're Lakeland, and they, you know, the. Lakeland just Lakeland just spent like twenty five thirty million redoing the ballpark up there, so and they signed like a twenty five year extension too. So, hey Pat, we are coming up on the end of the show, but I wanted to sneak in. It wouldn't be a racy on baseball without a quick mention of the Loons' big win in their season opener. 3-1. Hey, I saw that three one. We beat them bloody. Is Portland supposed to be any good? Or? Yeah, I think so. Oh, and uh, oh, boy, oh, they had a raucous crowd there, complete with a chainsaw and everything. What's the chainsaw? Uh, the Timbers. They do this big oh, sound thing. Okay. Their well, super fan I, cuts a lot. I, I haven't uh, spent a whole lot of time uh, uh, doing that, but uh, obviously it appears we've got more uh, scoring than we've had. You like this Molino kid. He he was he looked good yesterday. I thought, yeah, but they've had him, haven't they? Or yeah, is he I mean, new? Uh, this might be a new level for him. Uh, yeah, I so, uh, he's been around, I think. I think he was one of the two loons I could name, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I can still name way more kicks than I can name loons, I'll tell you that. But, yeah, good luck to him. Yeah. Good, well, good luck to him. Last and, year was uh, a big step getting into the playoffs and if they can kick it up a notch this year. Well, you know, Corey Frankenberg uh, left uh, the Twins' PR department. Uh, Monday she started, uh, a week ago Monday, she started working for the United, and I said, I will get to see you at least twice this summer, Corey. That's if I keep up last year's pace of attendance, I'll see you at two games. So. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it once she makes her return visit to Target Field. No, that was one no, of them. No, I said, uh, but uh, it was it pretty was good. Ni- it was nice and knowing you, and uh, you know, I'll see you a couple of times this year. Oh, good. Yeah. What the heck? It's harmless. Doesn't you know? Doesn't doesn't hurt your. It's not no health danger of watching. <laughs> Although uh, walking out to the train at ten thirty or eleven o'clock at night in that part of town can be careful. You got know, to keep your head down. You got to keep your head down and uh, you know carry a blunt instrument inside your uh, carrying bag. But uh, outside of that, it's 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 fine. It's, it's, it's great. Pat, I was sitting in the studio wondering where is this going? Where is this going? <laughs> That's right. I told you there last year when I told the rugged-looking fellow I had to choose between impatience and death. And the guy was, you know, had a lighter that he wanted to put the smoke alarm off down there on right on that intersection. And he was, uh, 
he looked like he could create some mischief. And I'm sitting there and sitting there and saying, and I finally say, stop that, else we're going to have to sit here for a half hour. And the young man called me many filthy names, but then he stopped it and got off the bus. I got off the train, so uh, uh, I made the right decision. Or one for get Pat knocked. Royce. Yes, that's right. Congrats on that, Pat. And uh, yeah, looking forward to more loons talk on. Go loons! Yes, uh, and, and let's start naming. I got an idea for our baseball podcast. Okay. The loon of the week. Okay, the all right, good. And Ricey's loon of the week. That'll cause me to monitor things more closely. How good. about that? We'll start That'll that work. next Monday. Start Ricey's your research. loon of the week. <laughs> this week, it's Kevin Molina. Awesome. <laughs> okay. uh, great stuff, Pat. As always, uh, you can find more of his coverage on Score North and, of course, at the Star Tribune, where he writes columns from his home in Fort Myers. And be sure to read Thursdays, because you might not understand it either. I uh, can't yeah. wait for it. <laughs> okay. All right. He's Pat Roycey, the Score North Twin Show. Patrick Roycey on baseball. Manny Hill and Derek Wetmore saying.